today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, inspired by uh, her own personal experiences, Limerick's Tracy Corbett Lynch, Lynch set up a new bereavement support group called Limerick Bereavement Network to help people cope with grief. And uh, grief is uh, a subject that uh, we've touched on on the show from time to time for certain. And she's with me now in the studio, along with another good friend of the show, uh, wearing her grief expert hat. She's a lecturer, of course, at TUS uh, here in Limerick, Jennifer Moore and Stritch. And you're both very welcome. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Um, now, morning, Tracy, I, I think morning, we just need to explain at the very beginning here, people are very well aware of you and your family's story um, and uh, the murder of your brother, Jason Corbin, does a retrial due in the US. Now, the judge in that case has issued a strict gagging order, as it is called, and that, in essence, means that nobody is to talk about the case outside of the retrial, which at the moment is due much later in this year. Um, although his legal writ does not extend to Ireland. I think that's worth pointing out. I know you want to respect it. So uh, if people are wondering why, then that is uh, the the reason we're not going to get into those details. But in general, what inspired you to set up this group? Well, I suppose people know my own um, family story is very public and um, the tragedies that have befallen our family with Jason's loss and my mother um, passing away to COVID-related um, issues as well and I really wanted to do something. I, I had so many people, thousands over the years reach out um, to myself and our families as well and expressing their grief and isolation and very much mirroring what I was feeling and as I said I wanted to do something helpful to contribute to just normalising speaking about grief and um, providing opportunities for connection so I had become aware of um, the Irish Hospice Foundation and they have a small grant and, you know, I picked up the phone late in 2022 and called um, Dr. Lisa Scott O'Rourke, who um, I had worked with before and is chairperson of Limerick Mental Health and said, you know, look, is there something we can do? And she happened to be at an airport in a line with um, Jennifer Moran Stritch and um, the seeds were sown and we were able to put together an application and lucky enough to secure a little funding to pilot um, the Limerick Bereavement Network mm-hmm. this year. And Jennifer, where does your interest in this area come from? Oh, um, definitely. I actually can't even remember when I wasn't interested um, in this, uh, in in just, you know, sort of watching people and trying to understand more about how people deal with loss, um, not just loss through death, um, uh, but also losses through change or, or difficulties in other aspects of their life. And um, I've, I've been able to to sort of combine that with um, my teaching career, um, in particular here at TUS in Moilish and um, also for the Irish Hospice Foundation. Um, and I'm lucky enough to be able to work with students in our social care program and in our psychology program um, and then at master's level with Irish Hospice around that. So, and I'm also certified in thanatology, which is really the broad study of all aspects of, of death. So... I think when when Tracy's phone call, or I think it was an email, came through to Lisa, and Lisa and I, um, Dr. Lisa uh, Scott, happened to be um, standing together. And she goes, geez, I've just gotten this really interesting email from Tracy. I was aware of who Tracy was, 
um, you know, do you think there's any way that we can work with her or help her? Like, what what could we do? And, and you know, what's my role in this maybe as the current chair of Limerick uh, Mental Health Association? And so I said, you know, there's a grant application due next week, or I think it was by Friday. I think this phone call came in on like a Tuesday and it was due Friday. So I said, look, if we can get... a quick turnaround. It was a very quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, if we can get six groups... Um, just to pilot this, just to get this started in the greater Limerick area. I'll write the application, we'll send it off, and we'll, we'll see what Irish Hospice um, has to say about this small um, seed funding. And I have to compliment Irish Hospice Foundation because I think they really see the benefits of people in different localities in the in the island of Ireland, um, kind of building their own responses to grief and community supports that way. We sent in the application. We were very, very lucky. We received it. And now we're, we're using 2023 to kind of spend that small amount of money to create some activities to allow all people in Limerick to have a chance to kind of talk about, learn about, and express mm. um, their experiences of loss and grief. So we're chatting to Jennifer Moran-Stritch and to Tracy Corbett-Lynch. Tracy, what then is a death cafe? I think Jennifer is the better <laughs> one to answer that. Um, I did attend, it was our, our inaugural event really of Limerick Bereavement Network. Um, I attended as a participant to it, my husband and, and daughter. And what was it like? Um, it was it was really, it felt so comforting really. You're you're not on, under any pressure. It is a cup of coffee and a slice of wonderful cake that we have to thank Jack Mondays as well in Limerick. Um, for providing the space, but um, it's a wonderful opportunity just to share and discuss and there's no pressure. Um, there was a wonderful element where, you know, there's there's a little egg on the table and and you take out a random piece of paper and it's a discussion point and it actually takes the pressure off. And I've met people that I wouldn't normally come into contact with who just sharing their experiences and, you know, you can opt in and opt out, but um, really, really positive event and you, you leave feeling a little bit lighter. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I mean, grief is so different. You know, there are commonalities, but forever, I mean, even in your larger family circle, I'm sure you will have seen that, you know, your grief is different to somebody else's in the family. Absolutely. You know, I think we're all informed by our own personal experience. It's very individual Mm. Um, on how we process it and when and different stages and it's it's not something that you know leaves us it lives alongside us so it's it's just learning picking up tools and that just to help you cope yeah so give me the academic sense of the death cafe (laughs) then jennifer (laughs) sure joe you'll remember our great and late and very dear friend Sinead deneen who was a guest here on your show many many times the first time i heard of the death cafe concept i'm glad you mentioned her exactly yeah Yeah, well she's always present at at those Mm. at those events and um you know i was lucky enough to kind of know Sinead and also dr tracy fahey from limerick school of art and design and and we sort of brought death cafe i suppose to limerick in 2015 but it's a worldwide uh phenomenon um more than 80 held in more than 80 countries uh, all over the world and it's just an opportunity for people to come together and talk about freely life death um grief expectations beliefs uh, what happens in the afterlife? What do you want for your funeral? And my favorite thing about it is that the number one rule of it is that there must be cake. 
<laughs> present at, at these good events. Cake. Yeah, good cake. Uh, so thanks. Shout out to Super Value and Corbally for always uh, supplying super, super cake and our friends Jack Mondays too uh, for, for hosting the event. But like that's just one of the events um, that we've set up for, through Limerick Bereavement Network for this year because we wanted to have a variety of ways to kind of meet people and bring them into this and sort of explore what we can offer uh, folks who maybe go to college in Limerick, maybe work in Limerick, make their home in Limerick, and the greater Midwest area. Tracy, I mean, what have you learned about grief over the last few years? What have I learned? Um, gosh, it's... Um, what I've learned is to live in the present moment, absolutely. I mean, when I had lost my sister-in-law many years ago and, and a best friend, you know, it just was such a blow and um, and I, I had this kind of expectation or, or and a pressure I put on myself that there's a hierarchy to how I felt and my grief wasn't, you know, as valid as somebody else's and, you know, I've had a lot of time to introspect and a lot of support with talk therapy and equine therapy and um, looking and learning and obviously from people like Jennifer at the Dead Cafe participating and, and picking up tools and I've learned to live more in the present moment and understand that, you know, you, you really, you know, you have to, you're rebuilding your life. You're left with this vacuum um, in your life and, you know, you have to rebuild it essentially. And it was acknowledging that and accepting, you know, the loss, you know, that it can't be replaced, but you're, you're very lucky. The memories are, are there, but it is about rebuilding your life and, um, trying to understand yourself a little bit more. So it's it's a journey and, you know, I mean, I go to these events and, and I learn from them. Yeah, I think that's a great lesson to learn in any aspect of life, Jennifer, actually, what Tracy said there. But it's extremely difficult to do. You know, people say live in the present. Mm. But our, our, whatever it is about the way our brains are wired, we seem to spend an awful lot of time thinking about the past and an awful lot of time worrying about the future. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And uh, like if we were to be distracted by the threat of our own mortality or the, the, the possibility that our lives might end or the possibility that, you know, people that we love uh, and rely on and count on and see regularly that their lives are uh, might end it would be so distracting that we wouldn't be able to get on with, 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 with the present day. You know, I, I, I always like to say that grief is a club that nobody wants to join, but we all eventually join. So it's almost like if we can see each other as members of that club and offer the support that's needed. And for some people, it is, you know, therapy and individual counseling or equine therapy or group therapy. But for the probably the vast majority of us, it's, it's a neighbor being compassionate. It's a hand on your arm when maybe there's tears in your eyes. It's a cake left at the door or, you know, a casserole that's cooked. It's showing up for in it for Irish people. It's showing up at that wake or funeral. Mm. There's lots of different ways that we can be supportive to each other. Tracy, what would you hope to get yourself from the Bereavement Network? And what would you say to listeners this morning who might be interested in getting involved? Well, I, I think particularly for me uh, with Monday's event, um, it's the signposting element initially. It's open from 6.30 a.m. and we have various organisations there um, with stands as well. So it's a cup of tea and you can be able to, you know, have a have a look and see what is um, available there. And also, 
obviously with with the speakers sharing their experience of of living with loss as well so it's a focal point really for people to come and listen and you know take away what they will for themselves for their own needs mm. and, and what are the details of it Tracy? so it's um it's on monday evening um in the uhl in the um, the CERC building, yeah, out at, out at UHL have been very kind enough to, to host us. Um, and UHL is actually one of the six kind of founding partners of the Limerick Bereavement Network. So that's, it starts at 6.30 and uh, like... Uh, what part? It's just quite a big campus now, UHL. What part it's is it? It's just above the A&E. Oh, okay. Um, that building on it's the It's their education inside. building, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. So, so that's where it'll be. That's where it'll be, um... Lots of stands, lots of information, lots of different groups who would be there who deal regularly with, with people who are in different experiences of loss from maybe suicide bereavement to neonatal death, um, you know, help for, for children or young people who might be affected by um, by loss of some kind, not necessarily death. And I presume it's a listening experience as well. You'd hope to learn from it and then see how this develops during the rest of the year and beyond. Some fantastic speakers, including um, someone that people might know. Well, first of all, there's Dr. Amanda Roberts from from IHF will be coming down and she's excellent. Um, but also Kevin Toulis, the author of My Father's Wake, is the artist in residence right now at UHL. And, um, you know, really, he brings a unique insight into Irish deathways and how, um, how, how beneficial they can be and, and how core they are to us, um, as Irish people. So he'll be speaking also uh, on the night. Um, so it's, listen, it's a free event. Um, there will be coffee and tea and, and biscuits and biscuits <laughs> and, and all that good stuff. So it, it's, it's definitely worth people signing up for on Eventbrite. Yeah, there are some spaces left. Um, we had we've quite a significant response um, to it, which Correct. is really important That's and highlights fantastic. the need, I suppose, for people to have a focal point um, to come together to learn. And, uh, and finally, Tracy, I mean, do, do you feel the the support from Limerick people that's there for you and the family? Look, Joe, you know from from day one and. Um, you know, from the 2nd of August, you know, when, when we had the awful news, we had such an outpouring from people in Limerick and Ireland and all over the world. And that has continued. And um, we're, we're extremely grateful. And I think that's probably the driver for me in terms of looking and volunteering with Limerick Bereavement Network and, and the setup of it is to try and do something, um, actively do something because I've been really blessed and lucky with the support and solidarity um, that I have had um, so it's it's important if there's something that you can do I would say you know get out there and volunteer and you know do share um, a little bit of the gifts that we have um, and I'm hoping that Limerick Bereavement Network um, will provide support to mm. people where they need it. Yeah it's it's the best of us in Limerick isn't it? We might argue uh, within ourselves <laughs> non-stop but uh, we support and back our own when it comes down to it. Absolutely. Listen, great to see the two of you. Thank you both very much for coming in. Uh, Tracy Corbett-Lynch and Jennifer Moran-Stritch. So uh, you know how to get involved. Eventbrite uh, is a good place to start. Go along to the event. It's the new bereavement support group that's being set up, Limerick Bereavement Network, and I suspect it'll be of enormous help to people. So I think, Joe, if someone, um, if you look up living in loss um, on Eventbrite, it's May the 8th. Very good. All right. Thank you both very much. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Your views, your news, 